Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So it's a uh, beautiful sunny evening in London town and I've managed to drag a man all the way from Iceland, the place where it never gets dark, and uh, yeah, joined by Mr. Fred Olofsson. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Good to see you. Have I pronounced your name correctly? Yeah, Frederick Olofsson, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's that bit out of the way then. Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) Fred, you run the Secret Solstice Festival in um, Iceland, which has got the kind of tagline... Uh, the Midnight Sun Festival, is that right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. But like, I've, I founded a festival, um, c- currently I'm, I'm I'm doing all the bookings for it, um, and uh, we've got a new management group that's running at the moment, but um, yeah, no, we've started that, this is our sixth year now that we're going to do, uh, so it's, grow- it's grown quite a lot, and it's been uh, it's been, been very eventful, to it's say the least. It's been an adventure, as all, as all the best yeah, absolutely, are. absolutely, absolutely, okay. every is different. We're going to get into um, into the actual festival in a minute. Um, I have played at the festival and absolutely loved it, and had some had some adventures of my own there. So I'll tell you about those. But uh, we're in a we're in a kind of busy busyish club in town. So if, if um, the listeners can hear some background chatter, the occasional ringing of a bell for some bizarre reason, then um, that's that's what we're doing here. And the chink of ice in our mineral water because we're being very sensible. Yeah. So um, yeah, Fred runs uh, Secret Solstice. So I'm going to fire a few little true or falses at you to start with. Um, True or false, it never gets dark in Iceland. True. During the summer. <laughs> During the winter, it hardly gets. <laughs> like, so so what, what months does it never get dark from? I mean, it's, it's pretty much from uh, sort of, uh, I'd say about mid-May till about mid-July. That's when you have basically perpetual like, uh, sunlight. I mean, it gets like slightly dusky for about half an hour or so, and it starts to get bright again. <laughs> which... Um, we can really mess with your head. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, does that, does that, uh, yeah, mess around. Yeah, you, you you need to get some blackout blinds basically if you're going to come over. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I or I eye mask. <laughs>
So, um, true or false, 8% of Iceland went to see Guns N' Roses with you guys last year. Nearly true, 68 percent <laughs> Okay, and so how many people is that? Uh, it was just north of 20,000, tw- tw- 21,000 people uh, uh, that came to it. So, what does that make the total, total population, 200,000? No, no, the total population is 330,000 people, basically. Wow. So, yeah. That's crazy, because there's 150,000 on the Isle of Wight, where I live, and uh, yeah. you, you guys punch above your weight for oh yeah no I mean like like everything in Iceland c- consumption wise we're the world champions in it <laughs> literally like alcohol consumption like Coca-Cola consumption literally every like everything there is like the highest highest rate of uh, like broadbands in the world like highest amount of mobile phones per, per person like really? everything's just over the top <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell whether that's a good thing or a bad thing I, I, I'm not really sure I think like, I mean like, the literacy rate there is like 99% that's good which is which is good but I mean like people, people that are generally highly educated also like, the infrastructure there like with the green electricity like electricity is very cheap heating is very cheap water is very cheap so um it's got things that allow people to uh, spend more money on, um, like, re- like rent, for example, compared to London, uh, is like cheapest chips. Like um, that gives them more sort of uh, disposable in- income to spend on uh, uh, useless stuff, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like beer and Coca-Cola. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you want to watch out? We'll all be uh, coming over to uh, live with you if you're not careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so um, last true or false um at secret solstice there is a um you have a gig in a lava tunnel and a geothermal pool party yeah that is true we do uh we do a um gig inside a lava tunnel we've done uh gigs inside a dormant volcano uh and um we do a party in, inside a glacier so, so for the uninitiated amongst us what is a lava tunnel a lava tunnel is basically um so when the volcanoes erupted back like five thousand years ago, um, the molten lava would literally form these like would basically form tunnels like they're really smooth on the inside, but like literally it's all a rock, a rock around it. But that's the flow of the um, of the lava going through it. That literally leaves just an empty chamber like they can look up to like a few miles long really and, and does yeah. it actually kind of look like a man-made thing or does it look like natural oh or? it looks uh, no it looks it looks completely natural like uh, where we do the um do the event there's uh there's the stairs and um and bands and stuff like that just for safety but like then we actually have live live event live uh, bands performing in there so it's uh, it makes for an amazing setting amazing amazing acoustics as well because the rocks are very very rough like so there's not no any echo or slap like a slap back of the music okay so that's and really amazing no um kind of restrictions or like health and safety things well, or put, well, put it this way like we don't run very, uh, a lot of bass in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. just in case that's what i was worried about yeah, yeah. you sort of bring the bring the roof down yeah no exactly like, <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we were just talking off air. I, I came and played. I, I didn't know which one it was, but I came and played at the first um, yeah. Secret Solstice. So flew into Reykjavik. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, got transported to this festival site, which is in the, it's sort of in the middle of. It's pretty Iceland, much in the middle. It? Yeah, it's, it's pretty much in the middle of uh, Reykjavik. Uh, it's, a, it's an area called uh, Lögadal, L- 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 which uh, roughly translate, translates to uh, Hot Spring Valley. So like back in the day when the uh, uh, Vikings founded it, like that, that used to have hot springs where they used to go wash their uh, clothes. So like Lögavatn means like cleaning water basically. So like, um, that's where the uh, uh, where the festival takes place right now. Okay, so and and so you're 
You've just done your fifth year? This, no, this, oh, the, this was the sixth year. The sixth year. Run, yeah. And it's, it's called Midnight Sun Festival and it runs over Midsummer's weekend, doesn't it? Cause yeah, we try and be as close to uh, Solstice as, as, as possible. The, the, the uh, Summer Solstice is uh, on the 21st of June. And winter solstice twenty first, uh, 21st of December. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we try we try and be as close to that as possible. Like we, either a week before, or the week after, just depending on like, routing and and, and who, who's available. <laughs> so, so before the um, before it kicks off, are you there in your kind of uh, pagan robes? You know, burning. Uh, cross, oh yeah, yeah. burning oil. Absolutely, absolutely. So the, 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 was um, they, they call it? Um, oh, this. There's these stories basically from back in the day, like uh, that, that Icelanders would uh, go and roll around in the uh, in the mildew in the in the grass when the uh, sun reached its peak, and uh, like people, like people used to party a lot back back then because of that reason, and that's all like forgotten. And um, when I moved back to Iceland to start the festival, that's why we called the secret solstice. And, like, it's not very secret anymore, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like that's the secret part basically because like there is there is a rich history of of like. Um, people celebrating and and somehow during the last hundred year, hundred odd years it sort of di- di- uh, disappeared yeah and, uh, we sort of brought it back so, so it's kind of got a little bit in similarity with glastonbury and stonehenge and yeah solstice Absol- uh, absolutely yeah, yeah but just a different different territory and slightly bigger muscles and yeah better beards yeah exactly. in iceland yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay cool um, so, so this year, I mean, you, you've had. A, I, I love, I love eclecticism in festivals, and people that have been to my festivals know that um, I, like, I love mixing it up. But you guys, you know, you almost go um, go the full hog on this. So this year, you had like Axis Diverse, Grandmaster Flash, to Morchiba, to Pussy Riot, to Robert Plant, to Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So you got pop, serious kind of rock, um, kind of fun. Uh, Hip hop. I mean, is is that a reflection of your musical taste, or is that um, what Icelandic people like? Or I mean, if you look at the lineup from sort of the first year to now, it, it was definitely completely me for the first couple of years, and then then like, we sort of diversified a bit more, like got, got more into rock and more into hip hop and stuff like that to sort of uh, um, cater for everyone in in Iceland and and, and around the world. But like, uh, no, you could, you, you could definitely see a stamp like, of mine it, like. In the bookings, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and what yeah. and what percentage of people are coming from Iceland, and what percentage from the rest of the world? It's roughly seventy thirty. So seventy seventy percent Icelanders, thirty percent foreigners. So uh, what's actually quite 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 funny. So the first year when you when you played, uh, we had like two thousand four hundred uh, uh, Brits fly over, and then uh, uh, the following year, like there was probably about seven eight hundred Americans that came over, and, and we wow. weren't doing any marketing or, or, or any PR anything at all there. Uh, then we decided to actually get our PR firm there, and um, that made um, we, yeah we got about three thousand odd like Americans over and about thousand Brits. Wow! Like, like, so 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 it sort of changed around. Like now it's ma- now, now it's mainly Americans and Canadians, and like it's actually um, I think like the fourth or fifth is uh, like Australians. We get quite quite a lot of Australians coming all the way from polar opposite on the. Uh, polar opposite side of the uh, planet which is um which is pretty pretty cool <laughs> i mean i mean in these days of social media and t- ticket data and stuff you can probably see where people are coming from but it still must be exciting when you open the gates and you're like you can hear all those different voices and you know people have flown from oh, yeah, around yeah. the world to come yeah. to your show no no ab- absolutely i mean like that's that's also why i mean a lot a lot of these fact uh, like, like festivals are getting quite sort of stagnant in, in uh, just doing the same shit like throwing up a stage and and, and booking 
big name artists and that's pretty much the same formula for, for everyone. That's why we try and do these other side events and stuff like that. You can actually couple in going to the music festival and experience these sort of touristy things that, that people want to do. So that, that, that's the sort of idea behind that. Yeah, I mean, that's partially... I, we're, we're friends, but I, well, I wanted to talk to you because, um, as, as you just said, exactly, you hit the, hit the nail on the head. With, with festivals, it's so hard these days to stand out. And the mm. ones that have stood out recently, apart from, you know, the Glastonbury's of the world, which are always just excellent, uh, yeah. are the ones, you know, like Festival Number no. 6, which is in, you know, Port yeah. Merion, which is in, in, you know, this incredible sort of architectural genius building and then you know you guys in hot springs in in iceland or you know a disused um amusement park in berlin so how how much do you think it's crucial that you're in iceland like and I mean, in that setting i think like especially for foreigners that then there's like that different something to differentiate yourself from the uh other festivals other it's definitely needed but like, um i mean you can always do a festival just for the icelanders um with running purely on the lineup, but I mean, I think it's very important. Like you, you know yourself. Like at, at best of when I when I went out there, like it's so beautiful, so much art, and like it's, it's got to be an immersive experience. Like seeing loads of big white tents with nothing nothing on them is it, it, it yeah that doesn't really help with this whole atmosphere. So like I think that's very important. Also, just for people's. Um, how people act on on the on a festival site. If if there's beautiful art everywhere, like they they, they start start smiling and and it's what leads to love and joy, like, <laughs> which is uh, yeah, a little hippie in us, <laughs> hippie just like me. Yeah. So and did Iceland embrace it from the off? You know, did people kind of go, "This is amazing. We've got our own." I know, I know, Air, Airwaves is obviously that's a great festival, but that's a bit more kind of that's more showcase, more showcase yeah, and yeah. band it's, concerts and urban. But, yeah. but this is more of a. I mean, I mean, this is more of a. Uh, uh, co- commercial festival in that sense. I mean, like, like we get big, big name uh, artists rather than airwaves. Breaking so it, bands, it, yeah. It, it's it's more of a showcase festival, like yeah. like, like Great Escape. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what the diff- difference between us. Yeah, and but so did you get embraced in in Iceland? Did people say, "Wow, this is incredible"? Yeah, yeah. No, like, like we've we've had all sorts of voices. We've had uh, like I mean, most of the city and most of the people do love it. There's some, there's some neighbours that are close to the festival that sort of complain about it, but there's only maybe two or three that try try and do it um publicly but like uh, like yeah overall yeah good we, reaction we've been accepted good reaction. <laughs> cool don't want to keep on banging on about the lineups but um last year on the same bill as joint kind of headliners if you will uh, Stormzy and Slayer yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no, I mean like I was the first promoter to bring uh Stormzy out of the UK so like he came and played for me in 2015 and when he played like, th- then he headlined the main stage last year, which is pretty amazing. Like during, during the set, it's like this is sort of like, uh, he, he actually stopped during the set. It's like this feels amazing that I went from like one of the smallest tents to the main stage in in, in three years. So, so in twenty fifteen, that was his first time first, out. F- of the f- year. F- first foreign gig. That was the, that, that was my booking. Yes, well done, Fred. Big up. You are responsible for Stormzy's global domination and recognition. Yeah. A- end of interview. You've done your job. <laughs> Game over. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Rob DeBank's A to Z of Festivals. Subscribe now and please remember to rate. And um, I mean, you've also had acts as diverse as uh, and incredible as Radiohead, Massive Attack, Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- those are acts. I mean, yeah, one of those that I've tried to pay an awful lot of money to to come to Bestel and, and still failed. So, I mean, yeah. what is it? The allure of uh, bathing in a geothermal hot spring with Abs- your... Absolutely. I mean, like, that's half the sort of thing that um, these artists come out there, especially also like the lo- location of Iceland being between Europe and, and, and America. Before they go on the European tour, or on the way back, they stop, have a little dip in the Blue, Blue Lagoon and perform, and perform for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, tell us about the Blue, Blue Lagoon. I, I mean, this isn't a tourist podcast, but and I know that everyone bangs on about it, but I, I have been in it, and it is a, it's an incredible natural um, yeah. wonder of the world, isn't it? Yeah, so it is. for people that are listening that have never seen or heard of the Blue Lagoon, just give it to us in a couple of sentences. I mean, essentially, Blue Lagoon is a, uh, uh, um, an environmental disaster. So like, like how, how it was formed was a, uh, there's a geothermal um, power plant, and the offspill of the power plant mixed in with the sea, that's, and the sea's heated by... Um, basically molten lava underneath the rocks and that then mixing together causes the blue color and uh and makes makes it white and, and makes all the silica and all of that so it's it's actually an environmental disaster really but like yeah which is really good for us you, you don't work <laughs> for the tourist board of iceland do you <laughs> no 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 i don't i don't no, they, like, they, they should they should have left that in the uh, in the slogan <laughs> come to the environmental disaster yeah yeah, yeah. come and bathe it feels in. nice <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, and, and I was going to, yeah, my next question kind of leads on from that, and that's what makes Iceland so special for, for festivals. So you've got the, the never-ending daylight, which makes you carry on drinking at four in the morning, even when you think it's Yeah, like it's, I mean, it's constant happy hour. Like, you, you can't really complain about that. <laughs> I mean, I, d- I did get in a bit of a pickle, because I think my, my flight out, I had to leave at about eight in the morning, and I sort of got into my hotel at about yeah, s- yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, you made it into the hotel, not into your room. <laughs> Ah, so you actually know that? Yeah, I fucking remember. <laughs> the trouble, the trouble is, I got to the bottom of the stairs in my pants, and uh, someone I knew spotted me. So uh, yeah, yeah. at that point, I was kind of rumbled. But um, 
anyway, we won't go, we won't go into that. <laughs> Not too much I ha- detail. <laughs> I haven't been invited back since. Um, so just um, outside of um, uh, Secret Solstice, you know, what, what was your first festival experience? My first festival experience, uh, it was a, there was a festival in Iceland called Uxi, which was, uh, I was probably around eight years old when I went there with my, uh, with my parents. And like, the line of there was, uh, was Eifustin, Bjork, The Prodigy. Wow. Um, and it, like... Uh, I think in the orb and it, like the lineup was really really eclectic, like absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, I went to that because the reason why I went to that was because my uh, my older brother went and my parents were like, no 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 no, no. We're, like, like, we're gonna go make sure he's safe. So like, they they brought a um, uh, basically uh, someone RV and like, I stayed there and I just, I just remember seeing this bungee jump and seeing all these acts, which uh, I, I think that prob- pro- 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 probably uh, planted the seed. Yeah, that could be a future uh, future summer solstice lineup right there. That's, that's a yeah, great yeah, lineup. No, I mean like that that, that lineup was literally absolutely outrageous. But that that festival only took place once, like, and that was it. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, but you took over. Yeah. So I mean, I mean the ma- the magic of festivals. I ask everyone this just because we're all in this festival game, and obviously you know half the world now goes to festivals. Well, maybe not quite half the world, but um, and you, you've done your fair share of foreign festivals UK oh, yeah. festivals festivals all around the world what you know what what keeps you sort of coming back to festivals I don't know is it like the sheer love of yeah just music and and like and just being around people in 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 yeah in, in a happy environment I don't know it's just uh, I mean it's it's basically like amusement park for adults really like yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially you sort of like being able to sort of as soon as you go through the gates you're like you, you can sort of let go of your daily life and just, just have fun let, let let loose in a fucking good way and not 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 be worried about like uh, worried about anything, unless it's your own festival. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you're running around for the wrong reasons, <laughs> not for the fun reasons. <laughs> I mean, see, I sometimes get asked that question. You know, do, do, do you prefer going to other people's festivals or is the ultimate thing putting your own festival on? Yeah. Um, I think I prefer going to other people's festivals, but I mean, obviously, when I, I, I'm at, like, at points at my festival and you just like look at the crowd there, or, like, like it's sort of kicking off. I mean, that feeling is just like from when I was doing club shows like years and years and years ago, and like when when the gig works out, like that feeling we just get like, okay, shit, well done. Like, I don't, it, it's really hard to explain, but like, it's it, it's it's sort of like gambling. A gambling addiction. I don't know. <laughs> for, for, for lack of, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's pretty much what I'd say. I'd say it is. I mean, adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, you touched on it earlier. Um, the sort of eco and green credentials of Iceland mm-hmm. and 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 your festival. Tell us a bit more about that. What what kind of things you guys are doing? So so the whole like the whole festival is run on uh, uh, on on the uh, national grid. So like we have zero 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 um, generators on site, so like it's literally all plug and play into the into the grid. And like I remember the first year we were doing it, and I brought my uh, the production manager over from um, from uh, the UK, Charles Bristow. He was just like, "Nah, Fred, like no, there's no chance we can do that." I was like, "Believe you me, he's like I'm still gonna get generators behind every every stage just in case something goes wrong." And then the whole festival ran through the whole the whole thing and. Uh, the electricity cost of uh, running the whole festival was about 20k, something like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of got this imaginary picture of looking at Reykjavik from above and the, everyone else's lights going out and just this festival. Sucking all the power. No, no, it's like, that's the thing. That, like, there's, there's so much electricity in the country. Um, you, can, you can handle that and then some. And then, 
I mean, they're in talks now with the UK government about putting a uh, string over to, uh, to the UK to uh, sell electricity to you guys. I was about to joke, jokingly <laughs> say, can you send us some? So is that, how, how's that power? I mean, how's that created? Oh, it's, it's literally like, um, just like a huge, huge cable, basically, that they lay under the, on the bottom of the sea. Yeah, but where is it actually created? Is it is it wind power, tidal power? No, no, it's um, it, power it, stations. It, it's or? geothermal turbines and and uh, and and dams, basically. So it isn't it's so green it's ge- energy. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, like the whole country is all green electricity. Right. So, so you have no power stations, or I mean, they're obviously power stations, but but they're fueled by uh, 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 by yeah, by, yeah, by, sure. by steam. So that that turns the turbines rather than uh, nuclear fission. Yeah. So like, it's it's probably a better <laughs> better solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Um, and um, yeah, tell us about the gig in the volcano because uh, oh, that was actually uh, that's actually one of the maddest things that we ever did. Uh, so <laughs> we had Chino from Deftones doing an acoustic set down there. Uh, it was 30 capacity, uh, each ticket was $3,000. It was very expensive, but I was, everyone went up in helicopters. So oh, like, okay. you, you take a helicopter, then you get up to the top, on top of the volcano, and there's a lift that brings you down into the chamber. That takes seven minutes, and the helicopter takes seven minutes. So we had one helicopter going back and forth, picking up people, bringing them back up there. The, everyone goes down, they do the, do the performance, and then when they come back up, the weather's changed so, like, so drastically, like, like a storm space just hit. And the helicopter can't make it back up on the uh, on, on on the volcano, and I've got Chino, my, he- my headliner, on that night stuck up on a, up on a volcano. So um, that sounds very stressful. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's just slightly, slightly. And at the same time, we were running the glacier party, and one of the buses with uh, um, with all the people going up there went was blown off the road. Another bus had to come p- uh, pick him up, and then. Um, I managed to get the Coast Guard to go up there with like double propeller like uh, helicopter. We had uh, we we had uh, Chino's manager like passing the guitar, just going like, just go, just go, just go. Like, like the, the show must the show must go on. Everyone's like, shut up, man, just get in the helicopter. Come on, come on. Oh, that sounds. That was, uh, uh, that, yeah, that was an interesting one, yeah, <laughs> to all, say the least. It's all fun and games at Secret Solstice. And um, tell us about the the million dollar ticket. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we started by doing a $200,000 ticket, which was the most, world's most expensive ticket for a festival. And then uh, there was a festival in the States that sort of topped us to, I think they did it, it was like $550,000. We were like, oh, okay, well, like, since we started it, like, let's stop it. Just $1 million, which includes a private jet from Ender and the World for six people. Uh, and it's like 10 days stay in Iceland with a, with a chef and massive house and uh, every activity you can imagine, basically, on, under the sun. And uh, yeah. And did you sell it? Uh, I can't, can't disclose that information. No, okay. <laughs> no. Well, I, I could always come over next year if you yeah, yeah, still yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, if you need I'll someone you, to. I'll give you a mate's rate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Half price. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. Um, so just back to Iceland because it is a, it's an amazing country and I, I want this to be a kind of little uh, postcard to Iceland as well. Mm-hmm. Um, couch surfing. Tell me about couch surfing. I know that's not an Icelandic thing in, in itself, but yeah. I've heard that it's quite big in Iceland. Couch surfing, like uh, you, you got me there. Like, <laughs> yeah. now I'm pulling a blank. But I do mean, you, do you even know what? Do you know what couch surfing? Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. I know, I, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. I mean, I only, it, I only it, knew what it was last week. That's what I'm asking. Okay. I literally didn't know what it was oh, until not, last week. No, oh. I knew about the website. Like that's yeah, been going. For, that's been going for quite, quite, quite a few years, but. Uh, um, I didn't know it was big in Iceland or not, but uh, I, I heard but it was. But just I mean, thinking, if people were coming over, because mm, it's, it, there's it's no campsite, is there? 
No, they're, they're, like, we have a campsite on the on the festival grounds. Oh, you do have a campsite. Yeah, yeah. We can have we can have about a thousand people in camping. Oh, okay. And, and then like, obviously you have all the Airbnbs and and hotels and everything around within uh, within a few minutes a few minute um, drive or walk. Okay, and everyone else can couch surf. Yeah, yeah. I'm, exactly. I'm too scared to couch surf. I'm 46, and you know the idea of just phoning someone up and ra- or emailing them and randomly sleep on their sofa I, I would be there with like a knife or, or sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, no, absolutely I mean it's the same thing as like when you get, get an Airbnb you don't like yeah, you but know, they're, you know, they're you, not there are they most of the time no 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 because <laughs> you, you can get your own place like an entire home or you can rent a room in someone's house like yeah, that, yeah. No, that, I'm not that, brave enough for that, that either no, no exactly I mean that's the same thing as couch surfing really but like, I mean obviously I think couch surfing is more like you sort of get to know the people on there, and then you re- like they you you invite them to your country. Yeah, type, I think it's amazing, an amazing idea. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, I'm too much of a yeah. weed to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, what happens I if you I, get there and you, you don't like the person? Exactly, that, that's the bigger problem. <laughs> or they're a Matt total oh, psychopath. Or they're murderer. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Do you, would you put anyone up in your house couch surfing during, uh, during uh, Secret Solstice? Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro- yeah, probably my business partner, Jack. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, right, he, he gets it so far. Okay. <laughs> cool, man. Well, thank you so much for um, coming pleasure, on the man. podcast. That's been the A to the Festivals with Fred Olofsson from Secret Solstice. Cheers, Robbie. Thank Thanks you, on. Fred. How do you say thank you in Icelandic? Tak. Tak, yeah, of course. Tak and uh, Skull. Skull. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Cheers. This is Rob DeBank's A to Z of Festivals. Subscribe now and please remember to rate. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.